Yo, 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 what's up, man? This is another episode of Chop It Up with KJ. How you doing out there, man? Doing fine. How about yourself? I'm all right, man. Another glorious day, man. I'm glad I woke up this morning. Hey, same here, brother. Same here. How you doing, man? How you doing? Everything good with you? Man, everything good, man. Life is good, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, woke up this morning. The wife good. The family good. Everybody good, man. Ain't much more I can ask for. Hey man, that's the first thing I was gonna ask you, man. How we gonna? We, I want to ask you. You know what I mean? That's the that, that's the biggest thing of life. That we, uh, my family healthy, our kids are healthy, and uh, everything going good. You know, we happy every day. Going going to our um, different jobs and everything. That's the biggest thing, man. That's the biggest thing you want to have is make sure that family good. Everything your household is straight. So that's what that's what we're gonna start off at, man. I'm glad everybody doing good on your end. Oh yeah, everything's going good, man. Everything's going good. You already know. The keep grinding, you gotta keep grinding. Oh yeah. Hey but man, how you doing, man? I I, I just wanna get I was just we gonna start off, man. I wanna talk to you about uh we gonna talk off about um we gonna talk about Monticello, man. You know, a lot of, a lot of people try to talk, you know, we, we talk crazy. People a lot of people talk crazy about Monticello. But uh, at the end of the day, you know that's where we, you that's where you're from, that's where you grew up. But at the end of the day, you know you still got to make your own moves. You know what I mean? But never forget where you come from. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Love Monticello, love Monticello. So that's that's where I want to start at with you, man. Tell the people out there, tell the people out there about the hometown. Tell them about Monticello. Oh, uh, Monticello, they gonna. Within Jefferson County, Monticello, Florida, home of the uh, Jefferson County Tigers, uh, six-time national uh, state champs, if I'm not mistaken. You're right. Uh, you're right. Uh, uh, have a Hall of Fame linebacker, young blood from there. Uh, uh, hopefully, a Hall of Fame cornerback, Sam Madison Jr. Sam Madison Jr. Um, one of the few guys. Uh, NBA champion Clement Johnson played with the Philadelphia Seventy Sisters, hometown of, and it's just it's just a little small town, man, a little small country town. It's a one light town, <laughs> but but man, hey, I love it, I love it, I love it. Grow up there, um, first half of my life living with my grandparents. My mom was a young mother, and, and until she got on her feet, we lived. Her mom and dad until I was like um like twelve years old. Like twelve okay. years old. Okay, okay. But hey man, hey Monticello ain't doing as good as it as it had in its heyday. But hopefully we get things back on track. Hopefully we get some more jobs down there. Um to help people out in the community. We can stop a lot of the um kids from wanna leave Jefferson County and go elsewhere for education. Or, high, or like high school and or grade school education. A lot of kids go to the neighboring counties, mostly um, Leon County, to seek grade school education, and rightfully so. The the, the Jefferson County school system have been letting us down for probably about two decades now. Um, I was riding the other night and I listened to um, NPR News, and they had a they was talking about my my city, my hometown, on NPR News, and not the most flattering way. They said we are. I think they mentioned that we are last in education in the state of Florida, and and we're in the bottom throughout the country. <laughs> and it was just mind blowing to know that. I'm oh not man! Down. Oh man! That our education system is that bad in our county. Hey man, heartbreak. It, hey man, and you saying that I didn't know it was that. I didn't. I didn't know it was that bad. I knew there was. Hello. 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 
Hello. Yo, 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 hey, we hey, we had a little te technical difficulties, but it's back. We back on um, Chop It Up with KJ. How you doing out there, man? I'm good, man. How you doing? Yeah, we had a little technical difficulties, but we back. We back. We back. Technical difficulties, you know, it happens sometimes, but we back on here. Hey, man, let's get back to what we were talking about. Monticello, man, um, like, I was, like I was talking about, man, um, my son, you know, he did a little time away from Monticello. You know, I try to get him. Like you say, uh, but I didn't know there was last in the state of Florida. Um, and, you know, you, we always want our hometown or where we grew up uh, to do good, man. And um, it's not back like when we was growing up. The teachers stayed the same. You know, they got new teachers every year. That ain't good. New principals every year. So I'm with you on that, man. Um, yeah, but, just, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, you go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm just saying, though, we can't we can't blame it all on the teachers. That's true. That's true. That's true. You, you got to work together. We got to work together. The parents at home, they can't expect their kid to go to the schoolhouse and be protected if they can't um be honest about their child. There's some parents out here that have their kids on a pedestal and just think um just think that they can't do no wrong, and a lot of times they do wrong, and um the parents uphold it. And it'd be hard on the teacher to teach their class with parents like that. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's that. That's that's true with everything, man. That's true with school, sports. Like it's it's you know it is some parents that's out there that they know they're not doing nothing to help the kid, but they get mad at the teacher and mad at somebody else about their mistake. What they you know where they should be uh, stepping up at. Yeah, well, they should be stepping up at man. It, it, it's really, it's really a sad situation. Really a sad situation, and um, I, I don't know how we'll fix it. I know when I was going to school, they used to pull out that paddle, and I, they pull, pull out that paddle, and I know my mom wouldn't have no problem with. Man, you, man, you said a mouthful, man. But now, hey, hey, now these, these, the new way that nobody want their child to get don't. Nobody want their child to get disciplined unless they do it. You know what I'm talking about? But I know exactly what you're talking about, man. But but it's 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 just ridiculous. It, it is ridiculous. Well, it is ridiculous because I I know exactly what you mean, man. We like growing up. You got that paddle, man. I I had it. I, I remember my auntie worked at the school, Miss Ham. Everybody know Miss Ham in Monticello. Oh yeah, man. I I get pinched by her. <laughs> get a beating by my mama well, my, my grandma first she stand in the middle of that dirt road and lower it when I get off uh, Bill Hawkins everybody know Bill Hawkins if you don't know um, the bus driver Bill Hawkins from Lloyd was the bus driver in Lloyd get, I, my grandma stand in the dirt road waiting on me and then my mama get off she get to the house I'm getting another beat it's just you know back then you could Anybody could, you know what I mean? Hey, go ahead. You already know that you go ahead and get on him, and I get him when I get to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You there's, know a more, there's a lot more accountability, and uh, we really depend on our village to help help take care of us. Correct, correct, correct. And yeah. that, and people think that's like that that was bad, but that helped a lot. That helped us grow up and help us be the well the way we are as grow as while we grown now. It, it helped us a lot. No doubt, no doubt. Hey, I, I know it helped me, even though I know I want I want the best kid as a child. But the older I got, the more I understood, and the more I appreciate those discipline, that that discipline that I got. It, it, it really shaped who I am now. Yep, and I tell kids that all the time, man. I, I you know, I, I tell my son, and, and just tell kids that I coach, uh, man. 
all that. They're, they're giving everything. We we don't make them work for nothing. It, it, and and at the end of the day, we're hindering them. We're gonna they're gonna be messed up when they actually get get out of their own and, and, and want to do stuff on their own because they're gonna be lost and they're gonna still need us. Yeah, and, and, and that, that's such a disservice to our child. Yeah, to our children. The the more stuff for our children and not make them do it on their own or figure out on their own. It's making them a dependent for life. It, it, so, because it's going to be crazy. If, if you do everything for your child and you don't make them do it themselves or teach them how to do it, this is anybody. Yep. I don't care if you're, your lady, your children, your little brother, anybody. You should teach them how to do something. On it. Teach them what you know, for they can do it on their own so they don't depend on you. Because if you die and you haven't taught them nothing, they might as well die along with you. Right, because you know it's gonna be because it's gonna be a rough road. It's gonna be a rough road. So why you here in life? Don't do your children, your people that you love, a disservice, but not teaching them how to catch their own fish, so to say. Because we know the saying is, if you if you give a man a fish, you will feed him for a day. If you teach him how to fish, you will yep. feed him for a lifetime. Yep. Yep. I believe that. I believe that too. I believe that too because that. Because I, you know, with like with like with my son, I, I I have to. He's given pretty much. He's he's got a uh, his mom got like try to do do everything for him. Like he's sixteen. Hey, he don't need to be. It, it's that's you doing too much. Like he need to be doing some of this stuff by his, on his own. He should be learning how to cook. He should be learning this and that. When you when he comes here, like kids, like just tell us your boy go outside and cut the yard. They look crazy, like it's like a you pulling teeth, like oh. it's it's little things. I'm, I'm like, you you need to be doing this. Like it, it, it's too much that you you think you're gonna sit and play the game all the time. That's not gonna work. Nah, that ain't cool. The, the game ain't gonna help you get help you get paid in later on in life. I'm like, it, that's cool, but when you're getting up in age, 15, 16, 17, 18, these these ages are critical. Mm, yeah. Most definitely. It's, it's, um, you 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 guys who establish your um a foundation of uh, 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 discipline. And consistency, and I know that's a struggle for everybody, grown and young. But most with younger with younger people, you need to guide them to a way. They keep preaching, hey, you need to be self dependent. <laughs> hey, hey, he might can't have a future in video games, but if he's not consistent on practice, correct, hey, correct, and discipline, and doing what he do, and multitasking, that 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 even that career would never last. Yeah, you got to get the foundation. There's a lot of times you got to do a lot of stuff you don't want to do to make your life easy. But you need to instead of it's not might not be the most pleasant thing to do, but you need to do this stuff for you for you can make have a better life later on. You know what I mean? Correct, correct. And 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 I'm glad you said that because the biggest thing to anything, man, if you make that sacrifice, it's all about sacrificing. Especially as an adult, if you could sacrifice to get to the ultimate goal, hey man, that's just that's just that's just something else. And um, while we on that, I want I want to I want you to talk to the people about because me and you talked about this maybe years ago when we used to work together. We talked about this about okay, I want you to talk to the guys that's getting out of getting out of getting out of prison. And thinking there's nothing else out there. Like, I want you to, because I remember me and you used to talk all the time uh, about it's something, you still could do something. It's not just, it ain't nothing out there for you. Okay. So, 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 Mo Devin, I'm a two time convicted felon. Uh, um, and it was hard for me to find, to find me a, a career, not a job, a career. So, more than likely, when you're a convicted felon, the jobs they offer to you is like fast food joints, construction, 
like a regular labor, minimum wage job. But at the time, I was like, like we turned like like you in your twenties, about to be in your thirties. You got I had two kids at the time, uh, going on three three kids and a wife. Man, you you got to find something to take care of your family and like the system, the way the system is, you'll get sentenced, you'll do your time, so-called pay your debt to society, and you'll still get punished for that. When you look at fill out job application, they ask you, have you ever been in trouble with the law before? If, if that's a meaningless question, which I think they're corrected that now, why do they put that on the application? Correct. Correct. If I don't pay my debt to society, why are you still worrying about what I did in my past? Instead am now it's crazy <clears throat> but now i think um we voted in that you you can vote now after your time is up that's long overdue long overdue and um just getting your rights like as a human after you get in trouble with the law like everybody make mistakes everybody make mistakes but 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 don't 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 dwell I know the system is set up to hold a lot of people down, but don't dwell in it. The biggest thing that I did, I used to, um, like KJ, like KJ said, we used to work together at a little small company in Monticello. Uh, right above minimum wage. It wasn't much. Right above minimum wage. Right, right. Correct. I dedicated at least eight years to that company that I did. Eight or ten years to that company. But but it, it was a life lesson. It was part of my motivation to want to do, do better in life also. But I, I, I used to go to work early in the morning about 5.30, had to work be there at 6. And I used to call my cousin. My cousin was an over-the-road truck driver. And he had a similar um situation with me. He got in trouble, trouble the law a couple of times. But he went and got his driver's license. Started driving. He said his daddy used to drive. I talked to him one morning. He told me he ended up buying his own truck. The company he was with had a program which he can buy his own truck, not at least the own, but they actually took him to a dealership and like co-sign for him. Mm, okay. And I was like, I was like, man, so but so so how that work or whatever. Just ask some questions, then knows. That's that's how I start. You gotta ask them questions. I asked some questions, then knows. And he said, man, so he said, I'm an owner operator. I said, but how much? So but how much you bring in a bring bring in a month? I just told me sixteen thousand dollars a month. That changed my life. I was so, I was so wrapped then. I'm thinking sixteen thousand dollars a month. It gonna take me about six months, six months to make that. <laughs> right. Did he do it in one month? He do it. And he and he do it in one month, and he and he ain't working as hard. Ain't he away from the home, but he ain't working as hard. He he ain't putting up with the stress of going to that job, the stress of struggling. I went home every night, but I went home damn near broke. You know what I'm talking about? Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, so. Hey man, hey, we keep having technical difficulties. It's 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 okay. We are gonna get through this thing, man. Hey. <laughs> They they don't want to hear they don't want to hear the boys talk, but guess what? It's gonna happen. Hey, we are gonna get through this thing. It's gonna happen. We are gonna get through this thing. Hey, I hope that I hope this uh one of many uh, podcasts we get together. I know both of us are busy, um, but at the same time, man, I I, I just I I started doing this because I just want to especially talk to talk to guys I um. Love talking with, and, and I know I got know they got knowledge, and know we could talk about anything. We could talk about any subject, and it's gonna be good. So, um, you know, back to what we was talking about, man. Most definitely, most definitely. I don't know what's up with these technical difficulties. Hope I'm all out the way now. But yeah, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yes, man. So, like I said, man, I was talking to my cousin. My cousin told me that he was making like sixteen grand a month. I'm like, God, dang. So my wheels turning now. Like man, I got to start. I got to go get my driver's license. You know what I'm saying? He got a similar background as me. He been in trouble with the law, and he making decent money. So hey, I end up getting my driver's license. I became a truck driver also. It it wasn't the hardest. Um, it had a couple of difficulties because a lot of companies don't 
want to hire you straight off the out of truck driving school. Even with truck driving school, some truck driving schools won't take you unless a um, company vouches for you because it's kind of like about four to seven thousand dollars for you for you get um your driver license through the route that I went. Okay. Um, but now that that was what well, that was ten years ago. Now they got um to the community, the community college and stuff. They um they give you a grant, all kind of stuff to get your driver license like that. Or you can go get a job at a bottling company like Coca Cola, Budweiser, companies like that with do own job training. You work in a warehouse and they will train you on the truck. You get your driver license through them for free. Now for free. So that that's amazing. But but like I say, if you're a convicted felon. It might be a little bit more difficult to it, but don't give up on it. Correct. Don't give up on it. Don't give up on it. Like I, I tell people all the time, three weeks of driving school changed my life. Some people might want to go to college and get a master's degree. More power to them. But it's people that got a master's degree don't make much money as me. Hey, man. I, 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 ain't, hey. I ain't bragging. I'm just saying. Boy, you said hey. and One more thing. With that, okay. I work five days a week and come home every day. Five days a week, come home every day. Hey, boy, you said a mouthful. full. Let me tell you, I tell people all the time, listen, they got all them degrees and stuff, man. I, and I want to tell the guys out there, too, if you, if you, um, if you convict the fella, whatever. Man, I work with convicted fellas every day in welding and, and construction. Man, we work for Disney and, and um, um, Universal, all these different big corporations guess what they don't you know what i mean they might care but they they can't care because as long as we getting the job done and i work with these guys every day um that's convicted fellas or whatever in construction go ahead i I was about to say man you know because you're a convicted fella don't mean you're evil correct but but that's what they that's what they try to make it as yeah, that's what they try to portray it at, man. But it really just a, a, a trying to keep you keep you down, but you can work, work some minimum wage jobs and stuff. But yeah, hey, yeah, hey, but we we ain't gonna do that. Like like I just heard you mention that you're a welder. You went to a trade school, just like I went to a trade school. Yep. And, and, and I know this might be kind of jumping the subject, but I think trade school might be the best options for eighty percent of the people coming you, out of high school. Right listen, now. you said I'm not full. I tell my son all the time. And I tell anybody, I say, I know people that went to school for eight years. They don't make more money than I make. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not knocking nobody for going to school for all them years, but I'm just saying, I'm I'm doing good and I ain't gotta read I ain't gotta know how to read no book. I ain't gotta do know how to do none of that. <laughs> all I gotta do is <laughs> go ahead. Hey, hey, I, I ain't gonna lie. Hey, I'm, I'm knocking some of them, man. Cause, cause <laughs> it don't make sense for you to go to school. Like, a lot of people go to um, college without, without playing. Like, if you go to college, you should go there with a plan, knowing what I want to do, what field I'm going to get in, how much this field pay, and is it is the cost versus the reward worth it? For instance, you can't go to school and go get a, get a, a four-year degree that calls you $80,000, $80,000 for their four-year degree, and you get a job to pay you twenty-eight grand a year. Right, right. That, that don't make num- no sense. The number don't add up. Like, why well, you thought that was going to be okay? Like- that don't make no sense. And you do this stuff, then the only thing you got is a, a, a diploma hanging on the wall that's saying that you're a graduate from this school and that school. You know what I'm saying? And that don't make no sense. That, that's not smart. Like at all. That's that's a dummy with a degree. <laughs> you know and I, and I hey, I be saying it all the time, man. Hey, <laughs> I be telling I be telling people they want to they want to like I had to fuss with people the time. They want to talk about all the degrees, guys. I say, uh, oh really? <laughs> I say, well, I, I hate to tell you this, but oh, you got all the degrees, and guess what? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I'm making more money than you, like. Wh- I understand that. I'm not knocking about for getting a degree. That's good. That's good having degrees up under your belt. But nowadays, man, most of the people that have a degree, they don't even go in what they graduate in. Right. They don't even go in their field. They don't even go in their field. 
We need to cut y'all, but man, you know, like like you say, we ain't knocking nobody for going to get a degree. But uh, I mean, me personally, I'm knocking people that go get a degree. Uh, well, I understand that if you have a passion for something and you always want to do this, that's your passion. Follow your passion. But don't complain when your passion don't pay the money that you think you should. When you can't go buy them red bottoms or or, or get them expensive them expensive hairdos that you like. Right, or, right, right. Or the nice cars that you want. Uh, 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 this lavish house that you want. Don't, don't. You just got. You got to look at your own choices. That's what that's what you pit and do. That's what you pit and do. To do. Because listen, I I tell myself all the time. Let me tell you, when I first started welding, I was scared of heights, terrified of heights, man. Let me tell you, really, terrified of heights. My first job, the first thing they did, and I I'm like, do they know I'm scared of heights? The first job I did, they sent me up at 120 foot in the air. And uh, and I'm like, oh, no, this ain't going to work out. But I faced my fears, went up there and well, started welding. Boy, I got that check Friday. Boy, I said, boy, that's over with now. <laughs> <laughs> the risk versus the reward. I say. Oh man, why well, no made no money like this, boy? Boy, versus the reward. Boy, I'm gonna get over this real quick. And I ain't had no, I ain't had no more problems being in there, man. I no more problems being having, um, being up in heights. But I don't go. Let me tell you, I don't go to music. When I do go to music parties, I can't get on the rides because when I'm well and I see the wells on there, I and and, and when people go with me, they be like. KJ, don't look at the wheel just now. I say, boy, you already know I'm looking at it. That's the first time I'm looking at where I'm in line. Shoot. I see. I'm not about to get on there. This joke going to go down soon. I'm not about to get on That will happen. Whatever feel you in, you start looking at all You start them. looking at everything. It start being real clear for you. You know what I mean? You never paid attention to that stuff before in your life. Never. I got, I got some. Well, you, you know, those keen boys down there, Monticello, own keen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every time I'm with them boys somewhere, we hang it out, just chilling, whatever. We go to a sports bar or something, watch the game, or go smoke a cigar. They get out of the car, they're looking at everybody's ties. So I talk about, oh, man, like they need a rotation. Oh, man, <laughs> they, they need some new ties real quick. <laughs> like, I never think about that job, but it's always on their mind. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they in that line of work. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. <laughs> hey, boy, that's me. When we go, I guess we're well and sit in a chair, or, uh, go to the music park. I'll be looking at all like, man, we getting on that ride right now. Cause it... <laughs> yeah, well, that, that wheel don't look good. That don't look good, but that's gonna that's that's gonna be going down in about a year. I hate to say it, but we ain't gonna be on there when it happens. <laughs> oh man, but most definitely though, man. But back back to the what's called though, man. If you're a convicted felon, you um ready to change your life, not gonna take that route or uh, uh, try not to make those mistakes that you made early in life or whenever you made them in life. Try to get into a trade suit. Get you a trade. Did you a trade? With Correct. With a, a, a trade is the fastest way to um be your own business owner. You know what I mean? Correct. You, real quick, you, you can be your own business with that real fast, real fast. Cause like with me truck driving, I can go buy my own truck if I wanted to. Uh, with you welding, you start your own welding business because you know what you're doing. Yep. Uh, 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 HVAC, heating and air. Um, electrician, electrician, plumber, Oh man, the truck! The, the truck is the biggest thing. I mean, truck, you can't get nothing without that truck. You got to have that truck. Look at it. He ain't, ain't nobody around here with no, ain't nobody around here with no guy named Boss fan in the one no more. Everybody got central heat in there. Everybody yes, got running water. 
If people need bricks, put up brick masons. It's a shortage of brick masons. It's a shortage of carpenters building houses. Yep, it's a shortage of welders. Man, it's it's it, it's so many shortages of welders that they they giving they giving on certain certain jobs they giving two and three thousand sign on bonus if you pass their test and all this stuff. Man, it's oh, man. It, it's like a it's like only like. It's so short of welders right now, man. It's a, it's crazy. I didn't know it was that bad. A shortage of welders, and I be telling, I try to get people brochures and stuff, and tell them that they need to go to like people tell us they need to go to lively if they want if if that's something they want to do. But because that's why we I went to lively. It don't matter where you go at, but at the same time, like you wanna, man, the the, the trade industry, and I tell people. It's getting to the point where these computers and all this stuff, I never thought Publix would give a self-checkout. Yeah. Public got a self-checkout. Walmart got self-checkout. Walmart been had Right. So that means that's taking jobs away from people. So if they, just imagine they had the whole store a self-checkout. You didn't even have no people up there. You just had like one or two people up there to check, make sure that everything's good. The rest of the house are good. Like, even in my, in my profession, like my profession, they trying to, in the next maybe 20 years, 20 Oh, you're talking about, I seen the trucks driving themselves. Self-driving trucks. I seen it. The, the, uh, the, 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 that that they're going to mess up a lot, especially like with the freight companies like um, HPO, uh, South Beasterns, FedEx Freight, UPS Freight, Asaya, guys like that going to get messed up because they do a lot of short runs, for instance, like two or three hundred miles one way and come back. So they, they, they only, from what I've seen, they're going to use like a pilot driver and have like three other trucks, loads, which is autonomous trucks with no driver. They're going to have one, one driver in the first set of trucks and the the other two or uh, three sets of trucks gonna be mm. manless to follow them wherever they're going at on the interstates. So you know what? Go ahead. Let me make this point. That gonna cut out people stopping to truck stops, and when people don't travel to the truck stop to get gasoline or service, the truck stops gonna close down. So, 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 so if the truck stop closed down, that gonna cut jobs. You couldn't job from from the truck stops, people from the truck stop, and you couldn't drive from the home terminals, the truck drivers. So it's gonna be a snowball effect that will keep going down and down and down to get so big. Like we got these big companies with all this animated stuff, well automated stuff, that with people in the world, they ain't gonna be able to make no money to buy nothing from. Correct, man. Because the thing about it, I've seen it. They got them out there in Arizona and um. Uh, in them areas, because I seen one the other day on Twitter, I think, and and, and somebody rolled beside the truck. Nobody in there. The truck just rolling. It rolled by itself. Computer by itself. I said, boy, <laughs> they doing that, boy. I said, boy, because I ain't never think that would happen with truckers. You know, I ain't never. I knew they'd come up with all these other different things. You know, because by the time. I told my son by the time he started driving, by, by the time he get a car, they the, the, the cars might be everything will be electric because because look at Dodge, they get they talking about discontinuing the charger and the uh, the challenger the challenger, they talking about making them all electric. They they got an electric NASCAR, uh, NASCAR got an electric car now. They talking about making all little cars electric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I just see you know. California, I think California trying to make it by 2035. Oh, I've seen that. Go ahead. cannot buy a, a gas car. A gasoline car? Yep, I've seen that. Oh, That's that. crazy. That's crazy. Hey, times are changing, man. Times are yeah, changing. man. It they, it's all about that. I don't, Go ahead. I, don't, I don't know if um, I don't know if your listeners remember Andrew Yee. He was a Democratic candidate for the um, presidential election a couple of years ago, Andrew Jean said, he was talking to talk about that these are, technology is coming. And he was saying that we need to start getting a siphon from these technology companies now, because in the future, it might be too late, because 
all this technology, people people are gonna be losing their jobs and they can't find find a way to work. It's gonna be because of the, all this technology that we coming up with. Yep. Yeah, it's getting man, it's getting crazy, man. Cause like, just say I'm when I'm out to Disney, when I'm working at Disney, man, it's they have so so much. The technology is so it is it, crazy, man. Like I be telling people, and I tell people like I tell you, it's certain things that a computer can't do. It could do so much, but I tell my son all the time, hey. I know you don't like, you might not like it, whatever, but you need to try it out. Well, uh, I say you need to find your niche. You need to find your craft, like your career, pretty much. Because everybody could have a job. It's different to have a job than a career. Mm-hmm. And I tell people that. Find your career. Find what you was put on this earth to do. And, and it might not be what you, what you thought you wanted to do, but at the end of the day, you, got, you can catch on to it. Right. So, because I never thought I was doing well when I was when I was in high school, middle school. I thought I was gonna be a firefighter. I got some of the part right. I got fire. I got some of the fire part right. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's not like that. Ain't what I I want to be a firefighter. But I knew. It was so much you got. There's so much you got to do to to become a firefighter. You got to volunteer so many hours or whatever it is to even get invited to the the college or what have you work. But I know you had to do so many hours to to get invited. But when I found out about trade, my homeboy kept trying to tell me about trade, about welding. I was like, man, that ain't no way you making that much money. Ain't no way this and that because you don't know nothing until you actually get into it. Just it like with a, the, it, it, it is hard to believe people because a lot of people come be, on now they, they be gaslighting you and talking that talking and it, it don't be true but yeah right just like when your cousin you know you saying what your cousin doing you you didn't actually believe it till you got into it I, I ain't gonna say I actually, I ain't believe other people I believe him oh okay okay I be, I believe him because I knew like like I like we 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 cool like that I know he ain't gonna. He don't got no reason to lie to me. He don't got no reason to try to. He don't got no reason to try to just say something to look cool. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. He, he ain't that type of guy. But there's a okay. lot of people out there that's opposite. They just throw out these numbers and this and that. And because I'm gonna tell you, when I first started driving, I really wasn't making that much money. Like I driving for a big company, and he told me, he told me from the beginning, he said, "Man, you start driving for a big company now." It ain't like what I had, what I'm doing, because I got my own truck and I get like 85% of the load, 85 or 65% of the load. Because he could charge on a lot of stuff because it's his. Now, Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, he had, he had the truck. And he was just pulling, he was just pulling another company trailer. You know what I'm saying? So, so when I started, I, I started with um, Trans Am trucking. Because like I say, I'm a convicted fella. And there's a lot of big trucking companies take advantage or convicted felons because they are convicted felons. Um, Trans Am trucking one of them. Swift was one of them. Uh, it's, uh, Carolina Cargo, most definitely. If you're a convicted felon and you just trying to get into business, Carolina Cargo will take you. But you ain't going to make no money. Carolina Cargo is located, located in South Carolina. You can't bring the truck on and they run teams. And at the time, back in 2012, 2013, they were paying the entire truck, team, the team drivers, they were paying the entire truck 20 cents a mile. They had to split 26, 20 cents a piece. No, not a piece, together, amongst each other. They got 10 cents a piece per mile. I don't, what? Know, I don't know how. And matter of fact, I, I don't know how they weren't breaking no kind of federal wage, wage laws. The nickname, they nickname, the nickname throughout the trucking company, the trucking world, is convict cargo, because that's all they hire is convicts, and they know that these convicts are desperate to try to set their life straight and get their license right, or get get experience up under their belt so they can find a better job. But they taking advantage of people. They are taking advantage of con- convicted felons in Carolina cargo. Mm. 
and, and everybody don't turn they turn their head like they don't care. Like like we, we people too. We pay our taxes. Correct. Correct. We pay Correct. our taxes. So y'all got this company over here just running 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 wild and patting them on their back. It just just taking people to through the ranger because they desperate. And that ain't right. Yeah, it ain't right at all, man. It, it that ain't right. And it, it, go no, ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, well, well, y'all just gonna say one more thing, man. Like, don't, don't, don't give up. Like I say, like when you first start, you ain't gonna be making no boo coos or money, no doubt. When you first start, but you get about six months to a year up under your belt, then you gonna start filling out applications to different. You go haul gas. You go haul gas and come home every day. Brown here where I'm at, Brown Tallahassee, they pay a, a gas hauler like $30 an hour, from 28 to $38 an hour. And you come home every day. You working five, six days a week, tops. You coming home every day. I ain't talking about no come through the house. You coming home. You parking in the truck. You getting in your car, and you going back to the house and close your eyes, spend time with the family, and go back to work. You feel me? Uh-huh. And, making, and making good money. So, so like a lot of people right now, where things are now, you don't even got to, you don't even have to go over the road that much. You know what I mean? Once, because when I first started, a lot of options was to go over the road or work at a bottling company. Which, oh man, I remember Coca Cola. Coca Cola was paying one hundred and twenty dollars a day while working at. Then they did Chinese overtime, which I never understood. I think anything after eight hours or anything after four hours, they pay five dollars an hour. Plus your okay. Rent. So it's one twenty, five dollars every hour. I don't know how that, they did that. That that one twenty was was that per diem or that one twenty was your daily salary. Okay, okay, okay. That's your daily pay. You you come in, no matter how many hours you were, you one twenty. It was one hundred twenty dollars a day. Okay. I re- and the reason why I asked you about per- the reason why it was that for them because I don't I don't work no welding job. I'm getting paid thirty some dollars an hour and getting that I get the one twenty just for showing up to work that day. Oh man, that's beautiful. But that one like that wasn't the case of Coca Cola. Okay, was, okay. Those guy was scheduled to get paid six hundred dollars a week. And um, like I said, Chinese overtime, which is was at the time was like five dollars for every hour over forty hours. Okay, which, which I don't, I don't never understood how that works. But I guess it's a lot of the hidden secrets in the trucking business that um, people don't say. Like it's a lot of truck like freight companies, like Triple A Cooper. At the time I was looking before I got the job I'm with now, I work for HBO Logistics now. But at the time when I was looking for jobs, I interviewed for Triple A Cooper, and I never knew that like freight companies are federally exempt. On paying overtime, they don't have to pay overtime. Oh man, they're getting over. Oh man, they're getting over. But but some of the bigger guys like UPS Freight, FedEx Freight, SPO, they pay overtime. Like FedEx Freight, they pay overtime out the eight. Mm, I, I don't work for the company to pay overtime out the eight. But <laughs> and it's it's lovely. That it's lovely. Cool. That is beautiful. And I think also with UPS, they pay overtime after eight. My company pay when I first started with 50, they pay overtime after 50 hours. Now they pay overtime after 45 hours. Okay. Well, they, yeah, they tell them they need to drop it down to overtime after 40. <laughs> they need to drop it down to <laughs> overtime after eight. <laughs> I, yeah, because I, I guarantee they see the operation be a whole lot better. Yeah, what? <laughs> they drop it down to that. They ain't going <laughs> They, they feel like they ain't gonna be making no money because because that's that that's how my see and, and for the longest I didn't even know my company would get over I, I knew it but I didn't know it like because I thought it was forty because they go off okay after forty houses overtime but if I but in that in a day like just say I work twelve hours a day I was already getting my overtime after eight hours. And because I'm just thinking, oh, I get old time after four hours. But you know me, like I had, I ask questions. I want to talk to people. 
I say, hold on. And I used to ask him, I'm like, hold on. What? What happened? Like, I'm getting two hours. Of, like, we work 10 hours, eight hours, then two hours overtime. I say, so why y'all got me? Why would I feel like my timesheet? And that's another thing I told my company. If y'all are forming, superintendent, all this, I should have to do my own time. Yeah. I, I say because y'all wonder why y'all always crying about why the timesheets ain't done right. That's y'all job to do that. I I, I don't want to be no foreman. I don't want to be none of that. I just want to come to work and do my job. That's it. I don't want to have to. I, I don't have to worry about somebody else's time. Somebody else. I don't have to worry about other people. That's just me. That's just everybody else could be different. I love what I make and I love what I do. So I just want to work and come home with my family. I don't let extra worry about stressing and worry about this and that, what people work doing, and I, I don't want all that on my on my plate. That that's just not where I'm at. So no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Hey, hey, man. Sometimes, sometimes the cat, sometimes the cat probably be like, man, we'll let you feel it out. So, so, so if something wrong, you can't blame it on us. You have to blame it on yourself. Correct. You know, <laughs> man, you already know the deal, man. You already know how they play. You already know how they play. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, man. Yeah, but hey, but all those, those, all those convicted fellas, man, they're looking for a, a way out, man. I highly recommend. Go on the trades and get you a trade. What? Go, hey. Go to the unemployment office. Go to the unemployment office. Tell them what you're trying to do. Hopefully, they got a grant for you to help you out. And, man, and I know I know two more guys that started driving with me. Them guys were fresh out of prison. They were working at McDonald's for minimum wage. McDonald's. Both of those guys ended up getting the trucking. And it changed their life, man. One of the guys, on, one of the guys started his own trucking business. Other guy, he um, worked for the um, uh, um, hauling mail from Tallahassee, Jacksonville every night. Love it. He love it. Like me, I, I drive overnight. I love it. Three three weeks of driving school changed our life. That's <laughs> and that's great, man. And, and I remember we talk. We used to, we know, we used to talk about different stuff all the time. And I remember I told you uh, the best thing for me when I had when when Dave. When when I got laid off from PSR, uh, that was the best thing happened in my life, man. Yeah, it made me because I I was happy. I could smoke. I could do what I want to do on this job, and I still got a job. I'm still making money every week. I could I could I could do what I want to do, and I could smoke and do what I want to do on this job, and I still got a job. But it's not where I should have been. You know what I mean? No, I'm no, different, man. It, 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 was, it, was, it was a trick. You know what I mean? Like, like the powers that be knew what they was doing. Like, they had no drug tests in that job, but none of they do that. If cats wanted to smoke or this and that, how many other jobs they can go where they can smoke? Correct. Or do anything else? Nothing. Nowhere. They wanted people to do that. You know what I'm saying? So that was just, that was just a trick to keep you trapped in that situation. But like yep. you said, I'm happy that you got laid off because you've seen the bigger picture. And I hope a lot of other people seen the bigger picture to it. We, we live in the United States of America. We live in Florida. There are rules that we got to apply by with these states, especially if we want to be successful. And Correct. Like you, can, you can still do that if you want to, but you can't do it for on no Correct. job. Correct. You got to get your own. You got to get your own thing to do. You got to get your own if, thing. If you if you willing to put the work in, and do that, then take care of your family. More power to you. But if you ain't willing to put the work in to take care of your family, hey man, you gonna have to go. You gonna have to apply by these people rules that we dealing with. Yeah. Important play. Bottom line, everybody ain't meant to be an entrepreneur. Everybody ain't meant to be an employee. But hey, whichever one you choose, though, you got to work with that. Correct. And and and, and I tell and I tell people, listen, um, man, I used to love to smoke weed every day. I used to love it. But one thing, what happened to me? What my instructor told me. I went to well school. And what my instructor told me in well school, he said to the whole class. And this, and I tell people this to this day. It stuck with me for a while. You say, 
you want to smoke green or you want to make green. Yeah. And it was so short and sweet to me, man. Like, yeah. I, I couldn't even, I used to think about it all the time. Because everybody I don't work with, they still doing that. And I tell them, you grown. You do what you want to do. I ain't got nothing to do with what you do at the house. That's none of my business. But, because I know the people that do whatever. They're scrambling around. They got pee in their boot. Or they got, they, they, you know what I mean? They running around looking for pee. Uh, I had a couple guys come to me. Get what I tell them. Hey, boy, this pee, this pee is high. You, you got to pay for this. <laughs> I I pee for you, but you got to pay for this. I ain't gonna tell you a lie, bro. Because your problem ain't my problem, though. I don't I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, you wild again. It's hot, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This I'm charging, like because you already knew. Oh, and I tell people, you done been doing it for so long. You know the days they come out and have a piss test. Okay. After like Labor Day coming up, they gonna come with a piss test Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, that's just that just that any holiday they come with a piss test that week, that Monday or Tuesday, and most likely it's gonna be Monday because they know you had fun all weekend. Yeah. So and and I, I just don't understand it. Like I told them, I'm not gonna when I start doing well, I'm not gonna jeopardize my job for. 20 minutes or 30 minutes of uh, uh, thinking I'm having fun. Not going to do it. I'm not playing them type of games because at the end of the day, especially when I was on the road, like, why would I change my job? And I'm way in North Carolina, New York. Why would I change my job on trying to get high? I, I don't understand it. But that's just, that's just how I thought. Yeah. Everybody different. Everybody's different. Everybody different, and I can't. And I'm not gonna um, like I used to tell people, I'm not gonna knock you for what you do, dog. That's you. You man enough to do it. You gonna be mad enough if they catch you. That's just you. That's I got to do with that. Yo, hey, hey, everybody, everybody got to sleep in the bed that they make. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody, everybody. Oh, Les Brown said, wherever, wherever you at in life. You made an appointment to be there. So, yep. So, so everybody made an appointment to be where they at. No matter what you did or what you're doing, or what, somehow you line yourself up to be where you at. It could be good. It could be bad. It could be somewhere in the middle. But Correct. It, it was it was your responsibility more more in the life. Hey, hey, man. What I want to tell you is, bro, bro. Hey, you always been a good dude to me. I always uh. Love talking to you. We, we you know, it, we, we might not talk for six months or whatever. How many months it is, we might not talk. But every time we talk, it's like we never, like we never, uh, like it was never different. You know what I mean? No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Good people, KJ, man. Hey, man, I'm proud of you, man. See that you got your platform going, man. I see you got your clothing line going. I got to, I got to grab some of that gear and, and get a little fresh. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. Hey, what do you, what? Oh yes, we have. We have. We, and we used to talk about this long time ago. We talked about this years ago. Man, you used to always talk about. Well, I mean, we was there together at the job. We was talking about, man, we gotta get out of here, man. This ain't this ain't what it is. We gotta get out of this. We 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 could do better than this, and we did. And we so, did. And, and, and we and we gonna do even more greater things. It, it's just, hey, we, we in our. Um, I'm in my forties. You with your mid thirties. Hey, no, I, hey, I'm about to be 40 in two years, man. I'm 38. Your late 30s? Your late yeah. 30s is about to go down. Yes, sir. Hey, we got more great things coming along. You hear me? We got more great things coming along, man. We, it ain't over. Hopefully hey. We got to be an inspiration for people that be looking up. Looking up. Yes. Yes, sir, man. I, I And I try to, and I, that's what I try to do, man. I, I try to. Give somebody the experience that I have and actually hope they listen to it. Hope the young kids listen to it. Hey, listen here. This is what it is. It, this is what could happen, such and such. Now, I give you the blueprint. If you don't want to listen, that's okay, too. You could go on your own path, but I'm just telling you that, that something to help you out, not to go on this path, uh, not to this is what's going to go wrong or whatever. And, and 
hey, both we got that experience, so it's not like experience education education on something. You know, people might think, oh, they just trying to be this and that. No, we trying to teach you something. We trying to help you. No doubt. No doubt. No, we, and we just give you another, right now, like, we just telling our life experience of what we went through. You know what I mean? Like, like, like me, me, from a guy that, matter of fact, I ain't first say this part. I know we're about to get off, but I'm going to say this part. I dropped out of school when I was 16 years old. Trying to trying to trying to run the streets. I was 16 when I dropped out of school. I ended up getting um trying to run the streets, sell drugs. I had the wrong role model. I had the wrong people I looked up to. I had the wrong role models. Trying to sell drugs, trying to make fast money, and the fast money just hurt my whole family. I ended up getting a little job at PSR. I'm out there trying to read a read some instruction. I'm struggling reading the instruction. I feel like a straight dummy. I ended up going back to school to get my GED, did a semester at uh, Tallahassee Community College. End up, end up going to truck driving school, doing all this stuff, man, just to change my life. I was determined to do better than what I was doing. Determined. And, and I, and Anybody I, can do it. And I remember, I remember me and you talking about this. Me and you sitting out talking about this. Me and you um, cause I remember when I think I first left, when I had got laid off of PSR, I remember me and you still used to talk, and I think I told you I was going to well school. I was going to well school, and I was working for my mama, and, um, man, it was, it was a, that one year, because I didn't even finish the well school that I need. I didn't finish everything that I needed to, but, of course, you know, one, one thing about a, a ball, one thing about a, um, I ain't going to say a baller, but one thing about a, uh, somebody that's right, somebody that's, that's, that's really willing to go get it, they're going to latch on, they're going to, they, they, they're going to, they're going to make sure they figure it out if they, if they put their mind to it. So all had happened to me was my homeboy showed me his check and I'm like, that ain't your check really. Come on, bro. Stop playing. Boom. He come back with another check. Then he come show me this and show me that. I say, boy, this gone. And, and when I first got in, I hated it. I hate welding. I'm like, man, this ain't for me. I kept throwing stuff out the booth when I was in um, the school. But at the end of the day, I say, man, I got to get this together. Do I want to do this or not? And I say, I'm too, I'm too much of a hustler, too much of a, I'm going to get this. I'm about to get it down. It bumped this. I'm getting it down. And I got it down. And I start going to companies, and I'm a people person, so I know how to talk. I know how to talk my way into a job. I know how to talk my way into a certain amount of money to get paid. That's just everybody got their own niche, and and I had I had that. I know how to talk to people. So, man, my like my first job I made, and that was after leaving PSR. I was making my first job I made twenty three dollars an hour, and a hundred dollars a day per diem, and that was gigantic for me. I know, I know it was. I know it was. <laughs> you know what I mean, man? Because I was making what twelve dollars at PSR. Twelve dollars. I think I'm making fourteen fifty before. I, I think I was making twelve dollars. I think yeah. When I left, there, I think I'm making like twelve bucks, and I thought I was doing something making them twelve bucks. Ain't it like like you don't, you just don't know, man? Like you don't, you don't be. But you never look at the big picture. Like at the time, no, nope. we we didn't have no house. We were renting. You know what I mean? We, 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 we were barely paying a car note. Like we really didn't have that. Right. And it was like I thought I was doing something at twelve dollars. I thought I was banking at twelve dollars an hour. Now you double your salary. Went to a trade school, more than double your salary. And, and I'm like, I look at my check and I'm like. And, and I work, and I was working less, pretty much. Yeah, I wasn't working this hard. I worked, but it was it was it wasn't like somebody with a whip on me or something like it. It was just like, oh, I had to well about three hours a day, maybe, and the rest of the hours I'm just waiting on other people. I'm waiting on permits or waiting people to get this done to get that done. So. 
I'm like, is it that easy? I didn't, cause, cause you know, just like when you started trucking, like I'm like, what was I doing this whole time? I should have been like, <laughs> what was I doing this whole time? <laughs> like I missed like five, six years of. <laughs> I could have been, I could have been doing this. Yeah, but you know everything happens for a reason, and and you know I thank God that it, it happened when it happened. You know what I mean? We I can't dwell on. You know I'm glad they like I I remember I told you I called Dave. I talked to Dave. Hey, no. Dave, I'm glad you laid me off. Did I ever tell you the story? I don't think you ever told me the story. Okay, I'm gonna tell you the story. Look, I thought I, I thought I told you, but. Okay, I'll tell you the story. I called Dave. No, I ain't called him. I went to, I came to, his, I came to PSR and went in and talked to him. I, want, I told him I want to talk to him. I went in his office. I said, hey, Dave. Hey, I said, hey, man, thank you for laying me off. He said, what? I say, thank you for doing what you did. I say, you helped me tremendously. They helped me out. This is after I got my first job. I say, you helped me out tremendously, man. He was like, What's, why you say that? I said, I, I'm doing well now. I'm making this much money. And I would never made it this far. I would never made it there if he would never lay me off. Because right. me and McIntosh got laid off at the same time. Oh, man. The same time. Me and him got laid off at the same time. And I thought he would never lay off McIntosh. But me and McIntosh got laid off at the same time. So I said, thank you. And he looked at me like I was so crazy, but I didn't care. I wanted to tell him thank you. And I wanted to tell him he started the life I have now. Like, because if he would have never done that, I would still have been at PSR, man. I know it. I know it. It's the truth. I, I would have. But it is the, go ahead. It, but it's, it's the truth, though, man. Sometimes you got to get, get, that, get that little push push out there before you can really have your bike against the wall. You got to figure things out. You have a, and and, and correct. your life better. And correct, you gotta, cause, cause when you comfortable with something, that's why I tell people all the time. People scared to move. People scared to get out of their comfort zone. When you have everything that's right there for you, it's comfort for you. And if you have to go outside that, you're not trying to do that. You're not gonna do it until it's time to really have to do it. Right, 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 right. Cause you don't got complacent in your life. You, correct, and you cool with it, how everything's going in your life. But it's more out there. That's why I used to tell people, when I start going on the road, and you know, um, and I know we're going past our time, but, 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 man, you know how it is on the road, man. I told people, and I think I told you a couple times, man, when I was on the road, I seen stuff different. Like, I seen different. I seen North Carolina. I seen Oklahoma, New York, um, Boston, all these different places. It's we have a, it's different in those places than Florida. I love Florida. Florida's the, I feel like Florida's still the best state to me, but everywhere else is just so different. The culture's different. The the people are different. Oh, yeah. Most and I, and I love, and I started to love to see different states. To start to see the different cultures, to see the different, what's going on in, in, in America. Like, that's why I had got used to. And start loving. Hey, hey it's, it's a beautiful world out here, man. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful world. world out here, man. Hey, and I hope, and I hope everybody get a chance to go out there and see it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It's much more I need to go see myself, but it is a lot out there, and um, we can't be closed minded to just thinking in the little bubble that we are in. We need to get outside our bubble and go see some. Yes, sir. We got to go see and try to understand some other people' cultures and not just ours. Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, man. So, <laughs> hey, KJ, I I hate to run on you, but I need to run. Hey, hey, I I I know you got to run. Hey, <laughs> hey, man, thank you for um coming out tonight, man. Hey, I hope to have you on again. We'll talk about the next date, but I hope to have you on again. We'll talk about a different subject at a different time. But thank you for coming out tonight. Uh, before you get off, before you get off here, I want you to talk to the people. Before we, before I end this, I want to talk to people and tell them what you gotta say before we get off tonight. Well, I'm gonna leave everybody with this, man. Don't, don't never, um, don't never stop believing in yourself, man. I don't know what you, what's going on in your life, or 
what's going on with your family. Hey, keep believing in yourself. If you, if it's something that you want to do, go and do it. Don't don't give don't give up on yourself because you can make things happen. I know things look crazy sometimes. You don't make some mistakes in your life. Hey, ain't nobody perfect. We, we ain't nobody exempt with hard times and problems. No no one is exempt. No one. And make and this is the last thing I'm gonna say. Don't nobody in the world deserves your love more than yourself. Hey man, hey there we go. That's what I'm talking about. That's why I knew you'd be a great. Uh, great guest on this show today. Hey, thank you, man. Hey, you my boy. Always my, always my boy to the end. Hey, another great episode of Chop It Up with KJ. My guest, man, Shula. All right, we'll holler at you. All right, man. Have a good one. Thank y'all. Yes, sir.